Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the signal sign and you are free to move around the cabin. I'd like to remind you though, for your safety, please keep your seatbelt fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. We have a good show for you today. My name is Monique. And my name is Tyler. So over my time working with the airlines, I've had three different registered guests. Um, Monique has had one during that time. And we've had all of them on except for one. When I first got the job, I definitely knew who I wanted to have on. I wanted to have my friend Nick on because Monique was down and being in Chile at the time. So she wasn't even there. And me and my friend Nick would travel quite a bit. So when I got these benefits, I wanted to have someone I could travel with. And today's show, we're going to have Nick on. And we're really excited to have him on, talk about our benefits. So we wanted to be traveled and a few other trips he's taken during his traveling the world. So welcome to the show, Nick. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, welcome. All right, we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round so everyone can kind of get to know you a little bit better, Nick. So what's the most beautiful place you've ever traveled to? Uh, that's a good question. I would say uh, probably St. Thomas. St. Thomas is beautiful. What's your least favorite thing about traveling? Uh, I think the stress of making it to the airport. Just like, to the airport? Just- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not even making the plane yeah. in the air. Well, it's, it's both. But I think just that like, because if you miss your flight, you're toast, right? Yeah. Like I would rather get there early and have time to relax and know that I'm through security and know that I'm at the gate. Like I don't. Then you're I, good. I, yeah. That's, that's If I could cut that stress out, that'd be perfect. You'd be surprised how many people still get there early and then sit at the wrong gate and then don't realize that they've missed their plane until it's, it's too late. Oh, I didn't know. Or they sit in the club. Or they're in the bar in the lounge. See, even the bar I kind of get or the lounge, because then you're somewhere else. But it's like to literally sit in a boarding area with no one else until your plane is like departure time. And then be like, I wonder why no one's here. You'd be, yeah, it's... I guess this flight is empty. <laughs> no, And no still. one's boarding it. And it, <laughs> and it doesn't say San Francisco up there either anymore. It's weird. Yeah, that's what I usually catch. I'll be like, wait, why does that doesn't say my flight anymore? <laughs> what happened? Oh, here's a good one. What are you really good at, but kind of embarrassed that you're good at it. Technically, yoga can be slightly embarrassing because most people think that's like a girl's sport. So I teach yoga and that often gets, you know, that can be embarrassing for some people. I've gotten over that stigma. I don't care about that stigma anymore. It doesn't bother me because come to my class. And How long have you been doing yoga? 10 years. See, I would not be, well, maybe because I am a girl. I'm like, I would be embarrassed to say I'm good at yoga. But yeah, if you're good at yoga, that's impressive because I can't do it. I have no flexibility and no strength. And you even traveled to India. like Do some yoga. Yeah, do yoga. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. That'd be cool. I want to hear about that. And then I'd also say cooking. I cook a lot and I get a lot of grief for that too. Oh, really? Yeah, just, I don't know. People. Maybe you I should do. hang out with nicer people. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. The nice people move to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Nick is a professional photographer. Oh, he has a website and he's taken our family pictures before. Yeah. So what is your, your favorite photo you've ever taken? Uh, it would be a album of favorites okay. because uh, I love reflection pictures. So I like to capture like either on the water when it's super calm, you can get the reflection yeah. or like in a window or, or somehow find a reflection to take. So that's- I like those too. And I've taken some, all mine are airplanes for the most part, but when it, after it rains and the, the runway is all wet. So yeah. And you get the oh, reflection that, of the plane. Yeah. And the, the, yeah so, so I like to look for those moments where i can find yeah. that reflection i have one picture you can actually turn it right side up and wrong side up and oh. it, you can't really tell, tell the difference which is which oh that's really cool yeah there's so, oh there's a, so you took our family photo but do you do like nature or like other kind yeah. of photos too yeah oh very cool 
I've done a lot, a lot of landscapes. I used to do a ton, and then digital cameras became cheap, and everyone and their sister thought they could become a photographer. Like me? The, yeah, oh, so yeah. Everyone and their brother. <laughs> oh, there we go. Everyone and their brother. The market fell out of it, and everybody's like, oh, well, my sister can do it for 500 bucks. And it's like, well, when you have a wedding portrait, and the guy's holding the foot of your whatever, I don't know. I've just seen some horrible sibling or family done wedding photos and things. It's like, oh, and that's why you used your sibling. Yeah. <laughs> With their iPhone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's definitely a talent. And I had a coworker ask me, he saw my pictures, my airplane pictures, and he said, will you come do my family stuff? And I said, I do airplanes. Like, that's what I can do. When I do people, they look terrible. I don't know if you are my kids, but and they look okay. But for the most part, yeah, when I like with airplanes, you can make them bright. You can, but you can't do that with people's faces and, and setting people up. So that's a talent that it's not my age. So. Well, and, and the hard part, I think when you set people up is you got to look at the whole, like it's super easy to look at the faces and then you look over and like Monique's got her hand tucked in her sweater or something, you know, just something simple. And you're like, a pervert. Oh, 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 you look, <laughs> that doesn't work. Everybody's hands got to be the same. So yeah. there's little simple things that, like you said, takes yeah. a little more of a focus to see. All right. What destination have you been to you found overrated? Probably Honolulu, Hawaii. It seems very touristy. I agree. Like when you get downtown, it's kind of like, oh, this is, I don't know. That just. No, but, you know, we both agree. We, we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We talk about two things on every show, if we mean to or not, and it's Hawaii and the other one is lay flat seats. But um, we, we've said, yeah, that it's definitely popular. Like we have more flights. Everyone has a ton of flights there, but it's not great. I mean, there's things that I think everyone should go to. Well, our Honolulu mom was just do. saying she had a friend or she knew someone who just went over to the, to the main island and there were storms on the North Shore, so they couldn't even get over there. So they were like stuck on the Honolulu side. And I was like, what a bummer. Like yeah, if you're going rough. to Oahu. That's when the where you want to go. And you're yeah. stuck on the Honolulu. Ugh. I had never been to Honolulu and cousin Ben and he went on a honeymoon there and he called and he's like, why is there traffic? And I was like, what are you talking about traffic? I never, there's no traffic in Hawaii, but I'd never been to Honolulu and you go, you go, oh yeah, it feels like LA. Yeah, they have like big old freeways. Yeah, it's ugh. I've experienced that. We stayed, I went for a friend's wedding a little bit ago and we were to the, I think the south of Honolulu and no one wanted to go anywhere because it was like, if it was in the morning or at night traffic, it took you like an hour to get someplace. And so we stayed kind of where we were for the most time. Were you like at a nicer, at least at a resort or something, had a no, nice beach? Uh, oh. No, we were, well, I mean, the beaches were nice, but it was, we were close by my friend's house where he got married. There, it was yeah. a ways. It was okay. clear on the eye. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, like on that side it was before. Wainai. So from yeah. Honolulu to like Wainai. I'm shaking my head like I know where that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We've already talked about Honolulu more in this episode than we ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're a fan, enjoy. <laughs> okay, so if you could fly anywhere for a mill, where would it be and why? Like, what would you go get? That's um, a challenge because there's like two opposite directions I would like to go. But it would probably be uh, Bynum Steakhouse in Indianapolis. For a steak? Lobster. For lobster, well, yeah. Did you ever get the big lobster tail? Yeah, we got it a couple times. I, I couldn't get the big lobster tail these days because I don't eat like that anymore. But they have a sixty-four ounce, ounce, yeah, a sixty-four ounce lobster tail. So, is this a place you've been as well? Yeah, our friend Dick, when we lived there, he would take us. I remember our mom and dad went out to one time, and he's like, "We're all getting lobster tails, and they're expensive. It's a pricey meal." Who was I with? And we we went there. I think it might have been Blake. Blake. And he didn't really like it, but he couldn't say no, so he got it. And then we're taking on the airplane, and I'm like a, a tin foil wrapped up lobster tail. 
And I think he just threw it away in the airport. But and, see, that's oh. probably an expensive meal. Yeah. But he couldn't say no. Yeah. But yeah, the Bynums is really good. Is this downtown Indianapolis or no? It's actually it just like really south of downtown. But still, like in Indianapolis. It's is this one of those steakhouses where like everyone's dressed up though? When you have they come with like the white towel or like thing over their arm? Is it like a fancy? I don't think so. Or? Is it? I mean, because there's some of those in Indianapolis we ate at. I don't, I don't think they have the white towel, but they do have, and it was the first time I've ever seen it not on a cruise ship. The little like when they come out and kind of scrape up the little crumbs on the table before dessert. Oh, they really? Do do that. So I mean, it is, it is a little high class, but it does also have like a. The price shows that it's pretty high. Thirty foot yeah. bowl out front, so it's kind of not high class <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> we'll have to put a picture so up on Indianapolis. Yeah. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. We'll put a picture up on social media to show, but yeah, it is. It's good food, so. So where would you go but on the other, other end? end? Well, I was going to say, now that I think about it, if it's a free flight, I mean, I'll go to like Japan or someplace I've never been and eat something. But food-wise, that's where I would probably go was to Bynum's. There's there's a number of, because um, we both lived in Indianapolis, both of us have a number of restaurants. Plenty of eating out in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend swimming in a glacier to get a good yoga pose photo? Yes. Especially if you almost lose like two fingers to frostbite. Freezing. Oh my gosh, how cold was it? Well, there was floating ice. Did you not hear the glacier portion of well, it? Well, I mean, like... <laughs> But like coming down, like, I mean, my dad's always like, in Idaho, those are glacier lakes or whatever. But like, this was like an actual oh. off a glacier. So we were up in Alaska. It was off in a glacier and there were glaciers floating in. Like <gasps> ice, yeah, bird things floating. <laughs> and yeah, he swam out better, to yeah. it. This like hurts my bones hearing this. Ooh. Climbed up on top of it and did a pose, like a yoga pose it for was, the photo. Yes. But yeah. I found the photo recently, so. Oh, I have it close by. Yeah. So did so did you tell her? Do you take the picture? Of yeah, him I took doing? the picture. Did he do? Nick, did he do a good job? Wait, I think so. I it was with probably a camera. A I would have taken like, anything. Yeah, it was okay. not like. <laughs> I was coming from a photographer. We just talked about like how not everyone could take pictures. It, it definitely, I think. W- it lacked the quality just because of megapixels at the time. But <laughs> yeah, other I, than that, it was... Well, if you want to go back, we can do it again and I'll take through my camera. I don't, I, that might have been a one-time, like, <laughs> Bring a wetsuit with gloves and... <laughs> yeah. My favorite is when people see the photo and they're like, oh, you, you didn't just, like, step off the boat and take the picture? Like, no, I, I swam. It was like, before the boat started, like, the, in the year, There was a video. Right? Yeah, the boat hadn't started, yeah. Oh, jeez. End of May. So it's probably maybe it'd be in May sometime. We're talking about going in May. So if you want to come with us, you can come and swim uh, one more time. I guess we yeah. should give a little more detail on this because we may not revisit the iceberg yoga picture. But like, it was a process, right? I, at first, I uh, when I went out there, I don't know. I didn't really think about I didn't process the whole like getting in ice cold water and then doing a yoga pose. Super counterintuitive. Like freezing right? your body then. <laughs> yeah. flexible. And then trying to stretch it. But once I got out to the iceberg, you had to figure out how to get on it. Oh, yeah. Like, these are all things that did not come to play until, like, I'm in the freezing cold water. I'm like, how do I get on? I'm not swimming back without not getting a ladder. the picture. Yeah. yeah, there's no ladder. <laughs> and then eventually I find a place and I kind of, I fell off the first time. Yeah. And then got up the second time. And then you get on it and it's dimpled, right? So the wind cuts. The wind, when it blows across the ice, kind of chips away at it. And so there's little, they're like, I don't know. It felt like, like sharp golf or, plates. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was super sharp. And so then I got to find a place to stand on the iceberg, which was like, how do you, it's super sharp. How do you stand? And then figure out how to do a yoga pose when you're freezing cold. And then at the end, I jump off and then I'm coming back. And there's like, as it gets shallower, it's super rocky. And like, if you've ever had numb hands... Well, my feet were numb, and then I had to walk on it because I remember it. I remember this vividly. I'm like, "Will someone bring me my shoes? I can't walk." And you guys are like, "No." <laughs> They're both like, "No." 
So I had to walk. It was brutal. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> and then like I was super red. Like it looked like I was sunburnt oh. because it was so cold. And how many other people were doing it? I, I was the only the one. The only one. I was yeah. trying to think. Was there anyone else that was like watching? People were probably watching going, what is that guy doing? Yeah, I'm sure there were people watching. So after you did the pose and you knew you had to get back in the water, was it a little bit of like a, ooh, or was it like, I just want to get back over to my, my clothes? If you watch the video, I started to fall. So I just jumped because I didn't want to get hurt. So there wasn't a lot of thinking about getting back into the water. Like I said, two fingers. It took a couple hours to get the feeling back in. I actually thought I might lose them to frostbite. But I didn't, thank goodness. It'd be one of those, yeah, I did yoga on it. How'd you lose your two fingers? I was doing yoga on an iceberg. So it's your fault. Yeah, 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 basically. Cool, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Really cool. But what really happened? (laughs) All right. What's on your travel bucket list? Uh, I would like to go to uh, Bali. I think Bali would be an exciting place to go. Bali would be cool. For uh, yoga or just for... Just to travel in general, or uh, both, all of the everything, yoga, yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, more so probably. I would do yoga there. I guess I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I guess I'd I didn't know if that was like. Thing. But is there somewhere well, you one of the main yoga? Reasons. No. So yoga is going to be anywhere you go, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I wasn't thinking of like a specific retreat or a, okay, a but class yeah, it, or training or something okay. there. But just what about Vernal? Would you do yoga in Vernal? Probably it would be goat yoga. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just like position yourself like a goat or like <laughs> what is that goat sound? This is really good. Uh no the goats climb on you. What? Yeah. So you have to try to do yoga with goats now climbing on you. This sounds very advanced. It's 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 very popular. Is it? Invernal. Invernal. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, the Vernal people probably wouldn't do it because they like know what goats are. Don't oh, really it's don't. out in the middle of nowhere of Utah. Oh yeah, it's like it's a very farm small town. town. Yeah, yeah. A very small farm. Town. And I think they have like a dinosaur bone. What's the one where you are? It's really hot. What's it called? Bikram. Bikram. So they do goat Bikram yoga. Or oh, is that... those poor goats. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be a thing. We better trademark that. Yeah, I was gonna say we better we better copyright that. All right, last question. Monique talked about when she lost her benefits to Katie. She cried. <laughs> do you remember? I, think I know where this is going. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when I took you off? Yes, I remember that sad day in my life. Yeah, you want to talk about it? No, because I don't want to offend the other host. Oh, did you cry? I cried oh, when he took me see, off. There we go. Maybe maybe that should have been instead of the movie that I cried in. It was <laughs> what when moment that's, did, I, I did Tyler like, make you cry? The only time I cried was when someone took my benefits away <laughs> for someone else in the room. If I remember right, you weren't traveling a ton. You were kind no. of dating someone and pretty it, busy with that. The and, things that definitely changed so. travel wise. So, no, I mean I was. I think it was sad just because it was kind of like the end of our traveling, like of uh, easy traveling, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, like, because it's easy when it doesn't cost anything to be like, oh, let's go here. Let's go there. Oh, that was kind of stupid. Let's go someplace else. You know, it's not a big deal. But but yeah. yeah. No, and, and I understood. It was your sister. and you know. All right. So. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Since we were talking about that. Uh, who's You've only had one. Maybe it's time to change up your. You know, oh, if she's ad. listening, she's not going to like the sound <laughs> of that. <laughs> So one of your first trips, you on Tyler's benefits, you went to the Big Island together. Why did you guys decide to go there, and what did you guys do when you were there? Well, I think, as I recall, it was you. Had you been? I never been. So yeah, yeah, so I never been. And I kind of told you, you tell us where to go because that's my favorite island. So that's why I was like, oh, if we're gonna go there, let's let's go. Let's pick a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's (laughs) let's go to someplace I want to go. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. Do you remember my first reaction to landing in Kona? Coming in over the water? Coming in over the lava fields. Oh, okay. I was so disappointed. 
Because the lava fields are not great looking, right? Oh, because oh, you Hawaiian, come on the backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hawaii in general, the Big Island is beautiful. But the, when you're landing, I look look on a window and going, I thought this was supposed to be tropical, but it's 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 not right there. But then you get down in the city and stuff. But well, yeah, because everything they sell about Hawaii is palm trees and like the the lays and flowers and stuff. Yeah, so when you come in Kona, and it's just black but and the, brown. And- but the water is beautiful. Because there's all places that you can snorkel and when you play on right there, like by the airport beach. Right by the So those water is really pretty, but seeing the lava fields, but then you land. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think it's probably my favorite island. So did you feel like on Dumb and Dumber when he gets out and you think he's what, oh, in Kansas? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that John Denver's full of... Yeah, I, I, like, I'm, full of crap. This is why is it pretty at all? This is your favorite island. Yeah. So, but yeah, it turned quickly, and I was I loved it. I mean, I think I went a few weeks later to Maui by myself because I I loved the art trip so much. So we we've talked a little bit about swimming with dolphins. Did you first do that with Nick? Yeah. So he's on that first trip. Had you done that before? You took. Oh, you I had. Yeah. How did you find out about the dolphins there? Um, we actually met. A guy when we were there, and we were talking to him about things to do. And like a local or just someone that's traveling? A local, okay. yeah. And he gave us directions, and we are like, well... And it was funny, because one of the guys that was with us, he didn't want to go. He's like, because you have to get up yeah. early. Yeah, like, a, it, I mean, like 4.50, so I don't know. Because you're in like the water, that. like right at the, at the sun. Like, yeah. Up, and, it's all... and he's like, I'm on holiday. I'm not... I'm not doing that. I'm not getting up at, you know, <laughs> five before five in the morning to yeah. go see some dolphin thing. And so we did it that trip like three or four times. I think, that, yeah, the last four days. We just went every morning. Oh, wow. But yeah, it was... That day was a busy day. Remember what we did after that? Uh, went, did we go all the way around to the... Yeah, all yeah. the way. And I, we got fried because we did that. We snorkeled a two-step. A two-step. And then, and then by the time we were like hiking down the Volcano National Park, I, my back was just like the sun through my shirt. Was, but yeah, it was, it was a fun trip though. That was a good trip. That's, that's so the, the big island, that's it. I like it because it has all of the things of Hawaii. Like you get the volcano, you get the live yeah. lava flow, you get the tropical, there's a little tropical side to it. There's Mount Mauna Kea that has the snow on it. So you kind of get to see a little bit of everything. But the downside is the driving. It's there's, huge. There's definitely a lot of driving. But at least it's pretty driving. I mean, it could be worse. Like You could be driving to Vernal. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, the Big Island's got everything. That's what we're talking about, doing it in June, possibly, with my wife Katie. And there's someone from our church that's going to be there. But we just found out they're going to stay in Hilo. And we're like, what do you stay in Hilo for, though? It's nice over there, but the it's Hilo's not. Hilo's definitely a quieter side. Yeah, I guess that's where the their Hawaiian heritage. And so... They do a thing with their kids and go back and do that. Then they're doing it in Hilo this year. I feel like every time we go to Hilo, though, it's cloudy and it looks like it's going to rain. Oh, really? Yeah. It just seems kind of gloomy over there. Being that side of the island, it rains a lot. Yeah. yeah. that's It does rain more. One of my first non-rem memories was when we did a trip to Seattle. I was looking forward to this trip. We went up and stayed with our aunt and uncle. Oh, fun. And Janice. And Janice. It was a good time. And we had an issue... Getting there because I was still brand new with this, the non-revving and listing yourself and getting on and see if you can help me remember this. And then we'll get Monique's perspective from the gate agent because that's what we had the issue with, with Reggie. We still talk about Reggie. Reggie. We curse Reggie often. Yeah. So I think I listed ourselves twice because I just didn't know. And when I got up there and he was upset and he wouldn't help us out and just, I just honestly didn't know because it was still brand new. Yeah. It was one of our first trips. I think I came to Salt Lake once, but this was having you fly. 
because you go to how to fly to Phoenix first. Yeah. And we missed the flight because he wouldn't help us. And so we were so kind of annoyed and frustrated. No, I mean, he was just like, like, did not like us. I don't, I don't know what we did wrong, but he was yeah. not willing to help. He's just like, you guys just need to figure this out. It's like, uh, but we don't know how. Yeah. And it's not like we were trying to like do things to take yeah. advantage of the system, like overdo things. Because sometimes people will abuse the system and find things. You see that one acre people. I think there's more. I think sometimes they do, but I think a lot of times they just, yeah, they're not familiar with it yet. Or they just, yeah. everyone assumes, yeah, they're out to do it, like do bad things. But I think a lot of times they just need to be educated. Yeah. And I would have loved it because I was new and I wanted to travel. That's where I got yeah. the job originally. Um, so that was, but I just remember being so. Well, I wonder, so if, if Nick came down from Salt Lake, I wonder if you then had listed you guys together so he could fly on your priority. That's probably what it was. That's so it you was. probably had were, had him listed twice or something like that. That's, that's and so Reggie was. was probably like, well, why is he on there twice? Like, he's, he can't that, be on there twice. That's against the rules. And that's a huge violation. And you could be written up. And That's exactly. Wow. <laughs> you almost sound like Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. So for years, I would see him, and whenever I see him, I'd say I saw Reggie again, and Nick would take him back. And we oh yeah, but it's Reggie. But you guys oh, missed the Reggie. flight too, though, right? Yeah, we did we miss did. the flight. Yeah. And if he would have helped us, then I mean, we could have made it. Yeah, and we still got up there on the next flight, but it was probably three or four hours later. But that was my first time to Seattle. You've been to Seattle before? I think so. Yeah, I'd been yeah. There a couple. We times. rented the car and drove in. It was just beautiful, just the big green trees. I've never been up there. We also so. took the ferry. That was the first we did. time I'd taken the you ferry. Had, so, yeah. So, even, even now, that's something that I like to do, just to do it, even if it just takes to one side and back. Just, yeah. That's a be- beautiful ride. And then coming back into the city and seeing, especially if you get it at the right time with the lights and then get sunset or something where it's... Would be a good photo moment. It would. Or you get that whole, like, the land, or the, the sky, yeah, sky right land or whatever. Yeah. It is really pretty. Yeah. So, we should do that this summer. Yeah. Does Aunt Janice still live there? As far as I know. Hi, Aunt Janice, if you're listening. <laughs> we'll let her know that. I had a wonderful time in your home. Yeah. It was it was a fun trip. Yeah, Little, she was super nice. Yeah. But it was just that that dealing with Reggie. Well, that's it. It would have been so easy just to be like, okay, just cancel this one out or like it doesn't have to be that hard. Oh, oh it was hard. <laughs> Reggie made sure it was hard. He was, he was just so angry at us. Yeah. Ugh. Just a little conversation that needed to be had. He retired though, so... Rest in peace, Reggie. <laughs> we'll still curse you every time <laughs> <Yeah>. we fly. <laughs> Hopefully he got his nice package deal and he's enjoying it now. Hopefully it was before then. Oh, <laughs> so he did get the package. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he retired and then they gave the good packages. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some of your best and worst non-Earth trips. So did you, Nick, can you think of some, at least one or? So I would say, I mean, the best is probably just anytime you fly international and you get the the first class, you get the better seats. That always, I remember the first time I flew to Germany, it was just like, kind of woke up and I'm like, we're here? Wait, like serious? I, I didn't even get really a chance to eat anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they came by five times probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but I just got in and, you know, laid down and conked out. And so, so I think that's to me, but I think some people have done away with that. I've heard, I don't know if Delta, Delta was talking about getting, get, doing away with that for Buddy, buddy passes over buddy passes yeah so, oh, okay so employees could still get first class but buddy passes can i'm not sure if that's actually hmm. changed that was like right before covid went down okay but our airline you can do it um you, you can use a buddy pass but it's still a good price a lot cheaper than buying a ticket yeah. the problem is now is it, I mean, probably everyone but it's getting open 
seat mm. on a lay flat that's that's harder now yeah they're just they're full so the after the upgrades and then all the employees that's what one thing you and me never did we never did lay flat we never did really a no, big international yeah, on the benefits far, which is kind of sad yeah um during that time but even at the time our airline charged extra even for employees but Uh-oh. but recently they've got rid of that so we use that whenever we can yeah. but can we just have it noted that nick has not listened to any of these of our episodes so he doesn't know how much we talk about the lay flat pods so this is all on his own he also enjoys <laughs> we had it in the notes make experience. sure you talk about <laughs> no, 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 no. anything if you talk about anything please bring up the, the lay flat no but it's it's true though like the, that experience when it's that far it feels like it, it goes so quick it was so, that first time it was so quick because literally like i got on and i think they gave us some food and then i conked out and then i woke up and they're like oh you know landing routine i was like wait what we're here like, yeah are you serious that's what i, d- I first... didn't get any hot nuts in a cup <laughs> come on wait. the first time we did it was just san francisco to new york on a mm-hmm. it was a small one, but it's still a flat and everything i want to go farther i want to i want to enjoy this more which part of the reason we flew was to get that but it's so quick and then even when we've done new york to london it's yeah it goes so fast and i can sleep on those my wife katie she can't sleep so but it's more comfortable she, she likes to be crammed in coach no no she, to sleep, she, she just she won't <laughs> by strangers it, just really cramped in there yeah she just doesn't lay like really lay flat and enjoy it oh. like i do like oh. she, she enjoys more room and the big screen and the nice food that comes yeah what's well, so either way still if you're sleeping or not i would still rather have that room oh yes yes yeah. but but when i can like get a decent sleep with it i mean it's not uh, your own bed no, but it's I slept like a champ yeah but it's uh, i mean so you feel like when you get there you can actually feel like you can go do uh, stuff and I, not go sleep in a hotel yeah I yeah could've, i could have hit the ground running that first time did your guys's kinds of vibrate too deltas has like a little like vibrate like, like a massagers or something yeah do the chair. first class ones have it like the in the triple not that i've seen i may be I don't know. Nice. We're going to have to go on more trips. Yeah. No <laughs> go it's a nice feature. I, I did like that. Uh, <laughs> so people snort. <laughs> really well, I used to have a vibrating thing, but it was just because my epilepsy. It wasn't because it was a built-in thing. So. Oh, you're just shaking because you were shaking? <laughs> yeah. For my seizures. <laughs> They're like, oh, he definitely got first class. Look at him shaking up there. <laughs> That's funny. Paid extra for that. Oh, what about uh, a bad experience? Ben non-riv. So uh, the bad experience would actually be if we haven't talked about. The big <laughs> I don't island, know why he's pointing at me. <laughs> the, the big island. Well, just because oh. of the big island again, okay. right? Um, so I, two friends and I flew to the big island for holiday, and one of those friends was from England. Which don't ever take an out of the country friend on a buddy pass. Yeah. So she had been in America almost six months, and so she had to leave at a certain date. Oh boy. Or like she would get like black marked, right? And it would be harder to come back to America because you you broke the rules, right? Yeah. You didn't leave the country when you were supposed to. And so we were young and not really paying attention to that. And so when we went to leave, there was a flight uh, on Honolulu that canceled. Oh no! And they pushed all those people onto our flight, and all of a sudden our flight was t- like we were toast. We couldn't get on, and we played that game for like another six days. Six days. Of going to the airport. Every I remember, night. yeah, you remember you was being and stuck over there. Like, I, I, I'd flown a lot. I've done non-revving a lot, so I, it wasn't, I wasn't emotional about it. But the emotional piece came in as like she's gonna get kicked out of America because we couldn't get her back into like. So there was a super stress of like her 
Yeah. Had it just been um, Rachel and I, it, it would be like, ah, well, well, another day in Hawaii, another day in Hawaii, you know, but, but that piece really made it awful because we couldn't, there was a lot yeah. at stake versus just like, oh, I'm going to miss work for another two days or whatever. And so every day, like she was just, she was very emotional. That was a lot harder. When you guys weren't even flying, like where you could do Zed, where you could no, yeah, like, get purchased yeah. like standby in other airlines too. So no, we were we were straight there, and there was there was probably like six of us, seven of us, like seven people that had all tried to take the flight, the first flight, and they just kept rolling, and they just kept on. rolling. Yeah, so we would have to go find a hotel every night. And then... so, did you know all the workers, all the agents? We did by the end. We did actually, like, Julie. It's been so good. <laughs> <laughs> we knew them all and and in the end eventually like people that were ahead of us seniority wise felt so bad about her like getting kicked out of the country because oh, they'd like, all heard about it the last yes, couple days <laughs> the, they actually like the three seats we got eventually like everybody kind of stood down so that we could oh that's the nice flight. they yeah, all declined no. it just so you guys could go yeah it was super nice um, would you do that monique uh, <laughs> I mean, if I'd heard about it for five days, maybe <laughs> get this Brit out of here. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That was because I think otherwise, I think we would have just enjoyed it. But that stress of her, like, I'm never going to be able to come back to America, was was well, they're going to live it up in Hawaii because it's yeah, the best. Yeah, of I, it. Guess, I guess maybe we should just stay a little longer. I remember. I think I was a little jealous that I didn't get invited or didn't get a go for whatever reason. And then that, I was talking to you every day, and, and, and I was weren't. like, "Oh yeah, I was like, like <laughs> I love Hawaii, but I, I can go again another time." So, no, that's that's, and that's probably been the worst time. Like, there's been times where, like, with Reggie, we, we missed that flight, yeah. or there was, um, I don't know, we've slept in airports before, and it's it's not a big deal, but like, just doing that every day for six days was that was pretty rough it was enough to make you be like uh i'll pay for a ticket next time yeah i feel like six days is one of the worst i've ever heard like trying for six days in a row that's bad so we talked on a previous show about some car rental issues that monique had with my dad in england where he got the full coverage and they needed it oh yeah we used that full coverage (laughs) they turned the car in pretty beat up oh no but it was okay we we paid for it though (laughs) so we've had a few car rental Funny stories, I guess, right? I yeah, I think so. so. Let's see if we can share a couple of those. You so, want to? You going to? Okay, go no, I'm no, I didn't. I think I've heard about you guys had to rent a car in Costa Rica, right? Or is that someone else? Yeah, we rented one down there, but I don't think anything was. Oh, okay, so, okay, really... so I don't know these stories then. That was just the one in Costa Rica was the first time I ever paid for rental car insurance. I'd never gotten insurance till, but it was mandatory, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, it was kind of mandatory. I think, I think. I think you had to being out of the country for that one. I think you could have done away with it, but they were being jerks about it. And, yeah, and you which had it doubled a, the price. Of, yeah, and you had read a bunch of stuff where, like, one thing get the, the insurance from the, the rental insurance. car in Costa Rica is everything said, get an SUV. Yeah, I remember that. And then the whole time we're like, why did we pay extra for this? Because we didn't go anywhere it. that could a car wouldn't have been fine for and us. And the roads were, I mean, they weren't great, but they weren't, like, horrible. Maybe there was one time, because we went into that water swim and that waterfall, and then we came back through a... So maybe it was good. I just didn't feel like... It was, if it was a lot more money, it yeah, wouldn't have been worth I it. I think we could have been fine without it. Yeah. but No, but so there was one time, one of our trips to Alaska, remember we were going down this back road and going pretty fast and there's a, a sign that says bump. Was it you driving? 
I think you were driving. I think I was driving. And so you slowed down, and then we hit a little thing, and we're like, that was dumb. And so you gassed it, and then we hit the bump, the actual bump, <laughs> and we're like <laughs> flying. <laughs> They should have said, baby bump, big bump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first one wasn't the bump. It was just like I have a yeah. little divot in the road or something, but the actual bump. That's where everyone slowed down and made a bump. It started to make a bump because everyone slowed down there, and then you hit the real one. I thought that was pretty funny. Another one, we were going from Minneapolis. No, from, we went to Minneapolis and went to Canada, or up to Canada to go fishing. Yeah. And on the way back, we had a friend sleeping in the back, and there was cones for construction miles of cones and nick said do you think i can swerve between the cones and then back yes yes well they they, they were wide they were a little wider than most cones were traditionally and it's like a long it was probably a five-hour drive right it's kind of straight least. through minneapolis or through minnesota and i think the full five hours had cones oh, so what I, I think i said you said do you think i could do it and i said no but i think you should try <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so, so you said, oh, okay. Let's do Good it. Good enough. And I think you got out. You so, got yeah, we got out. And then it was when I cut back, back in, I just barely clipped the, the one of the cones, cones on the back. And it caught up underneath our car and just slammed them underneath. <laughs> oh, do, do, do. It, yeah, it made this horrible noise. And then all of a sudden you hear this, did we hit a moose? <laughs> <laughs> and we have no idea what Blake was thinking, but Blake yeah. thought we hit he a moose. Hit a moose. <laughs> of course, that's what it had to be. Yeah, yeah. that's... Did we get up and check and make sure the no. cone wasn't stuck no. underneath there? I don't think so. I think we just kept going. I mean, if it, if it stopped, you were fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like one, like it just just clipped it. And then my favorite story was, so we got to go the Indianapolis 500. And then we also had tickets for playoff, an NBA playoff game. The Pacers were playing the Pacers. Heat back when LeBron was there. And it was, that was in one day. We did both of those in one day. Yeah. But because the Indy 500 was happening, we couldn't get cars and yeah because yeah, flights and probably cars so we flew in chicago and then rented a car and drove down and that was fine we just needed a cheap car to get down right we got there and and we got in late and they try to give you an suv and nick says no we don't want it because we're driving we're, 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 we're we want, don't upgrade i don't want to be upgraded yeah and they said a we'll give you a free crap. one <laughs> and yeah we said no we we, we booked the smallest Car. most cost efficient economic yeah, yeah we're just gonna drive we don't want a big and so they offered it again and you said no i said okay we won't and then we got in this van with this kid that looked like he was 16 years old like he would just shuttle this out to their lot which was a couple miles away it was a ways and it was late so they were close like we were probably the last customers and they drove us out there and they gave you the suv they still were like because they didn't have anything else. This is why they upgraded <laughs> us. They gave away our car, and that's why they're upgraded. But us. you, so you booked car insurance on this, yes. And and you saw that, and you were. I don't. Do what do we say? Let's, we want to go back. We don't want this. Uh, we did, yeah. And he's like, "Well, they're closed. Like you can't. We can go back. It's, they're going to be closed. Like this or nothing. Because we had the full insurance. We're getting out. We're." We're begrudgingly putting our stuff in. Yeah. We're like, we're going to beat this thing. <laughs> and this kid's face was priceless. Like, he was just like, what? Is that someone picking up their car and just admitting that they're not going to take care of it at all. We're just going to beat the crap up. But we were so frustrated because we had paid for something different. And we they had offered it and we said, no, we do not want that. And they still, that's all they gave us. Yes. That's... So did you? No. Oh. no. We're good people. 
But yeah, that's I, when we hit four cones. I, I wish we had had a video of his face when you said that. <laughs> that yeah. Poor little 16 year old was like, I just shuttle people out here. <laughs> well, it was perfect because it was like, it was that fist of frustration, right? Like the way I said it. So it, it sounded aggressive. And <laughs> I'm sure the little kid was like, what? Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe we don't want you guys to take our car. <laughs> and he goes back to have to tell his uncle because he probably works for his uncle too. <laughs> that would be way funny. Share with us a destination that you've been to that Tyler and I or the listeners should check out. So is there somewhere that you've been that you think people should go to, go see? I would probably say I really liked St. Thomas. But while we were there, uh, we had rented a beach house, which I think was kind of a mistake because no one wanted to leave. Like We had our own beach, so why would we go anywhere? Yeah. But I like, when I go places, like, I like to explore, right? I, I'm okay with some beach time, yeah. but I want exploring time, right? I want to go shop. I want to go look around, whatever. And everyone was super content just staying on the beach. And then, like, eventually after, like, three hours of nagging, I coax, if you could coax a couple people, then eventually everyone would be on board to go do so. And then we get someplace like, oh, this is amazing. Why didn't we come <laughs> earlier? I'm like, I tried for, like, three and a half hours. And so one day I, I talked people into going to st john's yeah and it was amazing like the beach was amazing the water was amazing so i would encourage people instead of going to st thomas go to st john's and then visit st thomas because i think st john's was way prettier when we went i would have we and everyone wanted to stay and of course we could because so you have to take a ferry from (laughs) from st thomas over and so it was like oh we're gonna miss the last ferry and so we we barely made it for the last ferry to get back because right. no one wanted to leave the beach we were on because it was so amazing. I'm like, ah, you guys would have left at like eight in the morning instead of like one. You could have spent the whole day there. We could have spent the whole day here. Yeah. Yeah. So so kind of that St. Thomas, St. John's area is amazing. I would, if you could stay on St. John's, I would do it because they've got some hotels there and it's super pretty. I've done one day on a cruise. So I mean, mm. that's the extent of, we landed in St. Thomas and Katie and I planned we went straight to St. John to snorkel mm-hmm. and it was a blast. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen more than that of St. John or St. Thomas. It was so. The, I did the same thing. Yeah. I had a cruise stop in St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Did, and my parents love St. John. Like they've stayed there a couple of times. So that was, I told my friends, like, that's what we're doing on our excursion. We're going over to St. John's. Yeah. And it was beautiful. We went, I went to Trunk Bay is where. Oh, yeah. That's, I think yeah, that's yeah, where you, we As you kind of well. come around that curve and you just like see it down there, you're like, yeah, that's heaven. Yeah. It's beautiful. And when we went, like, there was probably five other people on the beach. To me, that also makes the beach that much better. Yeah. Yeah, When there's no one else on it. But it was like BB powder sand. Like, it was so soft. It was by far probably my favorite beach. Our airline just said they're going to start flying more nonstops, I think, from Dallas. Because right now with COVID, it's probably one place that's easier to get to. So that's so more flights there. And so I think I put on Twitter, like, let's put a Phoenix to St. Thomas. I know they won't, but. Yeah, I'd be nice. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's put that right in. Scuba diving at night. Is that what you did on that, on that trip, right? Oh, yeah. That, that was, was one it. of the main reasons you did that trip, right? Was just, just, just dive? Yeah, dive. Because so, it was with, with a few other divers. Yeah. that's uh, So one of my hard parts about traveling is I often travel with people that don't dive. So like Tyler and yeah. I went and we had to snorkel, which was horrible. Sorry. <laughs> it's just so effortful after you've learned how to scuba dive. It's like snorkeling is, is a lot more work. But yeah, so everybody we went with was certified to dive. Uh, and so we dove every day. And then I have a friend that actually has a, he does aquariums. 
so he does a lot with fish and he's, he's, uh, dives a lot. And so outside our beach, uh, the beach house we rented, we would, he would go out at night. We would scuba dive and kill stuff in the ocean, like lobsters and whatever. And then we bring it home and cook it. And it was amazing. We ate really well, but being out at night is, it's just a different experience. Um, cause most of the time the oceans are super clear and you can see as far as you want, but at night you can only see as far as you can shine your little flashlight. Yeah, I don't like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then my flashlight died because we were out there so long. Like Randy is a fish. Like we were out there forever just swimming around looking for stuff. And, uh, so then I'd have to follow him. So now I, like, if you feel something kind of brushed by you, you can't like look back oh, because no. <laughs> I can't tell him to look back. Yeah, because so, you're underwater. Yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of got to go with it and hope whatever brushed by was nothing. A lot of times it's water, yeah. but like you're just not used to. I mean, during the day, you don't pay attention to the, the water's always touching you. But at night, like all of a sudden, you can feel that like the water's always on you. So if right, a current, so, yeah. yeah, if a current blows by, like you can feel that on your leg and you're like, oh my gosh, what was that? And you can't look back, even if you have a flashlight, you really can't look back fast enough to see what it was. But we were out there for probably like three and a half hours. And I finally, I was exhausted. I'm like, I got to go back. So I swam, I scuba dived back by myself alone in the dark without a flashlight. Oh my gosh. And because he's like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm like, dude, I'm done. Like I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, I, I literally, I don't even have light. Like, I don't, yeah, like, I, I don't even know if I can swim back. And so... Uh, we swam back, but everyone loved it because, like, we were eating stuff right fresh out of the ocean. And so, if you were, is it on the Big Island that you can swim at night? Are there like light with the manta rays? Right? Yeah. Have yeah. you done have that? You done that? No, before? I haven't. You know what that is? Like, no, I've never heard a, of it. A little north of Kona, there's there's resorts, but there's also where they have warm water goes in. So I'm not sure if it's the plants that push them in. So the manta rays come in at night, and you can pay. It's it's on my like bucket list. I want to do it. You pay like a hundred dollars, and it's part of like a tour. But they go at night when they come in and they have big lights. And you can either scuba, we're on top and look down at them, or you can snorkel and be down there. But yeah, you just Google and there's, or uh, put on YouTube and there's videos of people mm -hmm. doing it. It's it's one of the tours, you know, if you're, you're staying in Kona. Katie doesn't ever want to do it, but I want to do it sometime. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. No, it's night in the ocean is a whole different game. Well, let's see. I was like, I don't even really like it at the daytime, so I can't imagine at night. Uh -uh. Well, the daytime's great because you can see <laughs> Yeah. at night. You, you just have, so that was, I can't remember if that was my second or third time diving in the ocean at night. And it's just, it's just a different, I don't know, it's a different experience. It's a whole new creepy factor because and i think it's because something like that touching you feeling right you always feel like something's touching you and you're like what was that what was that oh that was nothing oh it's just the water did you like come walking out like yep i'm the coolest because i would be like i'm so brave like look what i did probably but no one was there <laughs> to see it. everyone <laughs> everyone had like given up on us because we, we'd been so out long. seriously for so long and the the nice part was so when you're when you go deeper your air doesn't last as long but we were we were probably only like 20 to 30 feet deep. And so your air lasts forever. Um, so we could be out there for a long time. And he stayed out for like another. I don't Mine know. went because I'd be breathing so heavy because I'd be so scared. <laughs> but it's okay because you're, you're, it's a lower, it's a so higher. So you can do Yeah, so you can be panicked. <laughs> and and your, la your air would last longer. But yeah, we talked to, I think it was his wife was saying like, you guys went, like we were so far, like we were. It's because Randy swims like a fish. Like I was, <laughs> I was done like an hour ago. <laughs> and I didn't want to swim back alone. And then I finally was just like, uh, I'm going to die out here if I don't swim back alone. We like to leave uh, some tips. 
So if there's something that we talked about today or even any non-river travel stuff. Um, what I was just kind of thinking of is when you were talking about trying to get into Indianapolis, as you went to Chicago before, I know we when we went to the Super Bowl, we went we flew into Columbus yeah. and then drove over. So just my tip would always be, if you're non-revving, look for those other kind of sister cities or city, you know, that are kind of reasonable. You can drive within three hours or something like that because you can always, you know, look for those sister airports around. You can do get to places you want easier by looking at those airports. I think in, in the United States, the back east is easier than the west because like we're, yeah. we're in Salt Lake right now and the closest airport is like five hours away. It's probably the main one, right? Like Boise. Boise's probably in one of the Vegas. Closest. So, but when you're back east, Indianapolis is you get three hours, you can get to like six different airports around. So, yeah, well, even in like Florida, yeah, you can hit a couple of them within a couple hours of each other if you really needed to get somewhere. Yeah, so look at other options, and mm-hmm. especially if you're just and then be willing to drive. Anyway. Yeah, if you you know if you can drive three or four hours to get somewhere you need to be, yeah. it's worth it. Do no, it. No, it was so worth it when we went to the Indy 500. Indy 500 yeah, just because there was no way we would have stand by, fl- flown into there. Not yeah, have. during. Yeah. <laughs> So my tip would be, if you're going to swim to a glacier, wear water shoes. Yes, that is a valid tip. <laughs> maybe, maybe a wetsuit too, but I think if you had planned to go swimming, you would have. What did you swim in? I did have a swimsuit. You did have a swimsuit. Don't go on vacation without one. No, that's actually the one thing I think too. Well, for me, it's always like, keep a swimsuit in your car because you never know where you're going to end up too. Always pack a swimsuit. Do you have one for us? But it would probably be the obvious one. Don't take a foreigner on standby flights because especially when their time is running out. yeah when their time's running <laughs> when they're close to that six month mark see that's why they worry about passports it's like hey you gotta have at least six months on your passport and we now know why yeah it's probably a good tip don't <laughs> don't take foreigners that don't. have been in the country longer than five months <laughs> or at least don't push it on an rev like that i mean if she had a guaranteed seat then the airline would have been more to get yeah. her out yeah but yeah. it's just like you're gonna roll gonna roll yeah. We talked a little bit about your India yeah. trip because you flew a Dreamliner over there, right? Yeah. That was really nice. But I remember Tyler was very jealous about that. Yeah. Ask Monique how many she's been on. Shut oh. up. I haven't been on any. <laughs> oh, serious? <laughs> no, well, I've walked on one, but I've never flown on one. Like We've both flown on one? You haven't? No. Mm, mine was from Germany to India, which was a pretty good flight. Which is funny that like the nicest plane I've ever flown was to the poorest country I think I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> but the plane was nice getting yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, the plane was super nice. Highly recommend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so did you do India for like a yoga retreat thing or was it? Yeah. So, well, I mean, part of it was just to go and I mean, it's the birthplace of yoga. So I went to Rishikesh, India. So I flew into Delhi and then took like a 30 hour cab ride to Rishikesh. It's at the base wait, of the Himalayas. You didn't really take a, th- wait, how long did you, 30 hour? 30 hour cab ride. Yeah. With like the same dude, you're just like, Hey, take me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was interesting. That, it sounds it was, awful. It was awful, actually. <laughs> Did you really learn a lot about yourself in that cab ride? Uh, I, mixed feelings. I don't know. Tra- so traffic is horrible in India. Like, I mean, there's all these things that people say about India. They're all true, like, to the <laughs> fullest extent. Like, when people say, oh, it's dirty. Like, Mexico is dirty, but India is filthy. Like, oh, wow. it's just trash everywhere and but yeah no it was a super long cab ride and but once you got up to the place you were going to it was you had a good time up there yeah i mean it was it was an interesting experience but yeah so i mean you still have to worry about like malaria and mosquitoes so i had to take malaria medication for you have to take it three months after you get home for three months the whole time you're there and then for three months after so that's oh wow you know people gripe about a covid vaccination (laughs) try remembering your malaria pills for three three months after the trip at least before you're excited and you're like oh okay i can take this and then 
Oh my gosh, I still got to take that pill? And you're home and feeling fine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Just thanks for coming on with us, Nick. This was really fun. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I love to share horror stories of the travel industry. <laughs> That's a, Plenty out there. <laughs> yes. We will see you next week. All right. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying the show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.